Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. does enduring to the end actually look like? Well, it looks like what we read in Galatians chapter 5 about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, choosing to live in the power of the Holy Spirit. Instead of serving our own flesh, serving our own desires, submitting to the guidance that He gives us, crucifying the flesh with its passions and desires. We often feel like we have to be on top in order to be successful. But today, Pastor Robert reminds us that's just not true. In God's eyes, to be successful, be a servant. We endure this life, our jobs, the people, the sin, the desires, by loving and serving others, regardless of whether or not they deserve it. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 26 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. If there's love, there will also be joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. In other words, if He has made you alive, if you are spiritually alive by the power of the Holy Spirit, well, then you need to be walking according to the Holy Spirit. You need to be led by him, not by your desires. Right now, you and I are living through what may very well, hopefully, it's, this is like the, the hardest thing we're ever going to have to live through. When I look at Matthew chapter 24, though, I'm not so sure. You know, right now, the whole world seems to be in quarantine. Countries are closing their borders, and the whole world is freaking out. But we studied this. Listen, Matthew 24, 7 through 13, Jesus told us that this was going to happen. He said, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, plural, pestilences, plural, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. The beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. Now listen, what does enduring to the end actually look like? 
well, it looks like what we read in Galatians chapter 5 about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, choosing to live in the power of the Holy Spirit. Instead of serving our own flesh, serving our own desires, submitting to the guidance that he gives us, crucifying the flesh with its passions and desires, and just crying out to God, God, please help me appropriate the grace that you give, the power that you give, so that I actually live a life of love toward other people, so that I do bring forth the fruit that you intend that my life should bring forth. Now, you know, I'm not for a minute suggesting that we should march forth arrogantly disregarding medical science or, you know, the restrictions that have been placed on us. The city of Miami Beach specifically asked churches, literally sent an email to faith leaders all across the city requesting, please don't gather together in in groups larger than 10. Please don't do this. We need to slow the spread of this virus. Now, being good, loving neighbors, just that all by itself, to me, means that we should do that. They're not picking on churches. It's not like they're singling out Christians, singling out churches. They're shutting down banks. They're, you know what I mean? I mean, you and I need to do the loving thing. We, we need, in this critical time, to be concerned about the most vulnerable people. You know, a pastor friend of mine just recently said, listen, I'm not going to operate in fear. You know, we're going to meet together. If I catch it, I catch it. I'm not going to worry about it. Well, bro, listen, it ain't about you. What about grandma? What about the older people? I mean, I'm, at, I'm kind of on the borderline, depending on which article you, you read. I'm 61 years old. Some say 60. You know, you need to be like isolating yourself completely. Some say it's over 65, whatever. Listen, it, it's about us taking care of the people around us. I have a really, really dear friend who doesn't have a spleen. Now, he's not that old, but his immune system is severely compromised because his spleen ruptured after an automobile accident. People like that, that's who I need to be worried about. That's why we need to not gather together in large groups and risk spreading this virus because eventually it could make its way to my young immune-compromised friend. We need to be loving toward one another, and we need to be submissive to the governing authorities. We want to be part of a solution, not part of the problem, and my conviction is that we need to submit to the authorities. Now, those who feel otherwise, I respect it. It's, it's, you know, it's not my job to impose my views on, on other people, but My personal conviction as your pastor is that we need to submit to Romans chapter 13. Let me read that to you. Romans 13, 1 through 7 commands us, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you'll have praise from the same. For he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is God's minister, an avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore, you must be subject, not only because of wrath, but also for conscience' sake." For because of this, you also pay taxes, for they are God's ministers attending continually to this very thing. Render, therefore, to all their due. 
Taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. And remember, this was written during the reign of one of the most evil Roman dictators of history. Guys, like I said before, our government, our Miami Beach City government, our Florida state government, and, and yes, even our United States government, they're not picking on churches. They're saying to everyone, listen, be careful, stay home. You need to guard against spreading this thing. There's an urgent need to slow the spread of this virus. And even as we implement safeguards, we can also still be diligent in sharing the gospel. With technology being what it is today, listen, there's no excuse for not sharing the gospel. One of my favorite people in the whole world, I'm not going to tell you who that is, obviously, but on a regular basis now, like daily, at least once a day, maybe two or three times a day, is just posting scripture. No commentary on it, just a verse of scripture on Facebook. Listen, with Instagram, all these different things, you don't have to be eloquent. Just post what God said. Pastor Chuck used to always tell us, the word of God, the sword of the spirit, does not need to be defended. It just needs to be used. Just pick up the sword of the spirit and put it to use. And today it's so easy to do that with technology. You don't even have to go out and... Uh, expose yourself or, or other people, you can just sit at home and, and, and just post scripture and something else. You know, we're, we're conscious of the elderly and those who are, are more vulnerable and, and stuff like that. But pastor friend of mine reminded some of us a few days ago that we need to also be thinking about the young adults who live alone. Because in a time of isolation, depression and anxiety. And, you know, I got, I got a phone call a few days ago from a guy. He lives alone. He got kind of got in his head a little bit. You know, he kind of got in his own head about this stuff and thinking about this theory and that theory and whatever and all these different things. And we talked for about 35, 45 minutes. And then we prayed together. And that was that. But we need to be thinking about when we're by ourselves and we're idle, the enemy can, can have a field day with our thought life. So reach out to each other. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details his birth and life, his ministry, and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives. And you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio. Radio.